Marriage is a very important institution in almost all cultures in Nigeria and young people have been talking about it for one reason or another. Its appeal, its challenges and of course its financial cost. And this, that is the cost of getting married, is what the bearing will engage Nigerians from different walks of life to talk about, beginning from the southeastern part of Nigeria. I spent uh, 550,000. It's not much. <laughs> Those were the voices of some young Igbo men making jests about Igbo marriage rights, especially those of Imo state. On the bearing this week, we will first be heading east as we talk about marital rights in the southeastern part of Nigeria. I am Lilian Ogazi. For an Igbo girl, it's mainly when you come of age that you get to hear that your dowry is really expensive. How true is this? Are the dowry and other requirements in Igbo land really expensive or are these mere assumptions? From ticking off the list of umunas to the umuwai and umuboys in their youth to fulfilling marital rights, the questions on the lips of young people are many. Are these marriage rights necessary? Should they be abolished? Can they be less outrageous? Are our daughters being sold? To understand how weddings in the East work, the bearing had a quick chat with Chief Emmanuel Chukwemeka Lumenzi, Akarugu, of Oku Autonomous Community in Owiri, of Imo State. Chief Lumenzi speaks on the process of getting married to an Igbo girl. The process is simple. The girl in question brings a man to the father. And the man comes with a drink to ask for the girl hand in marriage. Then the family was okay. This drink is what we call my girl In other words, if the if the proposal goes well, we will drink it. If he does not, we we'll still drink it. So that one is not into account. It is the second one he comes with drinks to showcase that he, to show that yes, he wants to be serious. He wants to marry the girl. That one they will receive it and now call the girl to ask her again. If she wants to marry the man, actually, then if she accepts, then I ask him again to go back and come back. The fourth time, they will call it Tijabala, no? That's the time now the girl will now go back and return the pan wine jug, or rather, pot, back to the family and study them for four days, then comes back. When he comes back, I say, go ahead, fine, they will now come for a list. So when the list is given to, to them, you have four sets of lists. Uh, that's for the father, for the mother, for Omona, that's the kindred, and finally for the entire women. So thereafter, after that one, the dowry is paid. And after that, the Nebanku continues. Nebanku is just the traditional ceremony after the dowry payment. Why do we have the notion that to get married to an Igbo girl, one has to break the bank? Do you think the marriage list is outrageous? 
It is not outrageous. It is never. Marriage in Iboland is modest enough like any other tribe. But it depends on individual families who might want to hang all their problems in the woman. Otherwise, the things that are asked for in the list are simple, simple things. They are negotiated. It is a normal product. They are negotiated and could be negotiated to almost zero. It depends on the parents or the individual concern. So it is not outrageous. Can anything be done about the high price of dowry in the eastern part of Nigeria? Well, uh, there is, uh, like I said, it is always negotiated. It is the fun of it. They can bring a whole list of uh, one million, but the process of negotiation will crash it to a level. And it is also good to even know the temperament of the people who are coming to marry a daughter. If they are very angry because they have seen a big list and run away, then you know that they, they will not be able to marry that girl. They are temperamental. They can even beat up the girl. Their husband might even beat up the girl. So that process will bring out who they are because all the marriage processes are negotiated. It, it is not static. They negotiate it and bring it down to the level. And at the end of the day, everybody laughs and, you know, they bring it to a very minimal level. It's not outrageous at all. So, uh, so there's not even to abolish, except the ones that are necessarily uh, hiked for selfish reasons or for greed reasons. Uh, otherwise, that list remains there for life and it is always negotiated. You're listening to The Bearing. We'll be going on a quick break and when we return, the conversation continues. Do stay. <music> Welcome back. Chiamaka Wafo, a media personality and a young lady from Anambra State, as well as Vivian Chidimba, who is from Imo State, both shared their fears and concerns over the overly pricey marriage list in Igbo land. First, Chiamaka, then Vivian. First of all, I, I don't even know. Is it an Igbo land thing? So I, I think it's just certain parts of Igbo land and... It's mostly family-based. That's how I see it. It's mostly a thing about family. And for me, it just it rubs off wrongly, especially when you're seeing funny things like motorcycles and 10 boxes or wrapper. And, you know, maybe because it's just been put out there and made known, you know, I, I, I think it's not just Igbo land. Since we're doing the Igbo land thing, I think for me, it's just specific parts of um, Igbo land. I don't think it's a general thing. I just feel like, why are you selling your child? Are you, are you, are you that poor? Are you that hungry? What is motorcycle? I don't understand. Who's going to drive it? The girl or her children's children? You know, like so many funny things you see on the list that don't make sense. Have someone, and the person will like, okay, how is your people's list like? And I show the person the list. The person will be like, no, 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 no. I can't afford that. So what I'm trying to say is that they need to abolish this kind of thing. Yes, we young girls, we need to get married. We need to go to our husband's husband because of this thing called bride price in Imo State is too much. Funny how the young men see this as tradition. Inasmuch as they think it's high, they hold on to this tradition, saying it should never leave. The bearing took to the streets and had a chat with young men, married and unmarried, on how they feel about the Igbo marriage right or Ibanku and if anything should be done about it. Uh, it depends on the tradition. For instance, uh, the wedding list, some of them are high, some of them are low, but it has some uh, 
influence. For instance, the pet your in-law you are going to marry his or her daughter. If they pity you somehow, they will try to talk to their people, their people to at least reduce something. It depends on how the kind of in-law you have. I married from Ohofia, Abia State. It wasn't high because of uh, my in-law loved me so much, liked me so much. So if he was even asking me, what do I do? Come and pay the list, come and do something now. I said, talk. Me, I'll do what they say, don't worry, come. You see? He made it easy for me, so I married. Even cheap, self, cheap. Of course, it, it is. I'm married, but I'm married from I'm, I'm married from Enugu State. Uh, you can't compare marrying, marrying of a woman from Enugu State to that of Imo State. Imo State is too expensive to compare to other, other parts of Igbo land. Um, Enugu State is, is, a, is, is a little bit okay. We, we don't need to abolish it, but we, we, we need to amend it. In a way that it will be at least it will be affordable because a lot of a lot of young girls now are not finding it easy, you know, getting married from that uh, part of the world. That, that was why I left my own state and went to Enugu State. The family women meeting, we select them. They are the ones to inspect the yams that you that they they, 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 they groom or whoever buy. And if anyone that is not up to, they will remove it. Understand? So everything you bring them must be inspected to know if it's up to. My, my sister was afraid. So that was why I made. I, I took a decision to go to Nsuka, and uh, it's, it's over, over cheap. When asked if the costly wedding list is what is making lots of young men run away from marrying Igbo women and keeping young women single for a better part of their golden age, here is what they had to say. They're supposed to reduce it so that uh, people can be able to afford. Do you understand? To marry our beautiful ladies. Do you understand? Because once a woman cross 25 years to 29 you know now there is something there now. yes yes Jali. ah you can't you see the situation of nigeria today if you if you make money the money will not even be enough for you and your family and, or just take just take a look a young man that have not gotten married want to marry uh, keep on uh, getting uh, uh, gathering money okay if you gather plenty money and finish everything in the marriage uh, something what will you eat after the marriage? Should I even abolish? Because marriage is love. If I just like you, now, if I look at you, if you love me, I love you. Just cola can 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 bear the consequences. But nowadays, they put money because of their selfish interest self. In all of this, there has also been a trend: young Igbo boys deliberately choosing to marry from other parts of the country. Could it be into tribal love or an escape route? from the outrageous marriage rights. Daniel Waboso, a media personality who is happily married to his dearest Northern Pearl, speaks on why some Igbo men run up north in search of marriage bliss. Well, um, yes, I have seen a couple of Igbo men or Igbo boys go for Northern ladies. Well, I, for one, am married to a Northern lady from Pauchi State. And, I mean, the marriage rights, the procedure was as easy as ABC. In fact, when I when the rights first came, my mother-in-law queried her her brother in, who as in, uh, queried her brother-in-law who brought the list. I said it was too much, and then it was cut down to everything I spent was less than two hundred and fifty k. Yes, plus what, plus what I bought and the cash I was with, everything was less than was that, I'm not sure what, up, up to up to two hundred and fifty k. But I don't know if it is because of the 
rights that the expensive uh, uh, marital rights in the southeast but i know that there are a lot of things involved in marrying a northern lady first is um this by default they are very respectful by default that's what i enjoy i enjoy also a high level of peace in my marriage so i'm telling you from my own perspective and also like i said the marital right also was very simple no stress and when it came to the marriage both families came together to put hands together to to contribute for the wedding ceremony nobody left it for the other person nobody said hey, you are the man do it nobody said yeah you know you're the lady do it no mr uzo Eweremibe, who is also married to a northern lady all the way from kano state what a union imo and kano also spoke to us evil men do not marry northern women because of the marriage right it is a misconception it is a bad conception and it's not a reality conception. And the fact that Igbo men marry Hausa women because of the marriage rights. As a matter of fact, be it whatever tribe, a man, an Igbo man goes into that marriage with his mindset, anything he meets, you understand, he's getting married. Then I tell people this, Igbo man does not marry from wherever she comes from. He's marrying the future. He's married because of love. I married my wife, not because she's from the North. I married her because she renaissances to the fact of my future. She renaissances to the fact that she is the person that I see as my bright light, not because of the right. On the way forward, Daniel Waboso and some other Nigerians share their thoughts on what should be done about the outrageous marriage list of Eastern Nigeria. Well, for me, I think we should abolish the outrageous list. I think we should abolish it. I mean, the outrageous list has something to do with our culture. What are we deceiving ourselves that uh, if we keep the list, the outrageous list, they were, they were keeping our culture. If we abolish it, we are abolishing our culture. No, that's not true. Let us abolish the list. Our culture is still intact. The girl must be married traditionally. That's our culture. Culture didn't say the boy must go and break the bank or go and sell everything he has because he wants to marry. No, the culture says that she must be married traditionally. Bread price must be paid on her head. That is the culture. So let's follow the culture and not humongous marriage right list. Let's cut all of those things down. Go to the southeast. You have lots of sisters who are heavily single, and they are working class sisters. They are of age the tradition that we do have our culture is our identity it identifies who we are where we're coming from and where we're going to so abolishing our putting aside our culture no but abolishing some setting right yes but i also believe there should be a strike of balance from both sides where compromise should be met you understand and see how we can move further but not at the detriment of people being offered an outrageous right that does not renaissance to the future of our culture. Yes, if it's very funny and unnecessary things, then yes, it should be abolished. I know that in certain parts of the world, it's the two people that bring it. I know in India, most especially, the lady brings a dowry. The man pays the bride price, the lady brings a dowry. And at times, the dowry determines what kind of, you know, it's most times she brings more stuff than the man even is, like, I think, from the gist. So at times, you see when you watch all those movies, you see them very worried and scared because they don't have something um, great to bring to the table and all that. And maybe, maybe we should do that too. Maybe we can do that, practice that maybe in this part of the world. 
um, whereby if you want to demand so much from us, then maybe you have to give us so much as well, you know, because I, I think that it's just almost tantamount to, in as much as I know women are priceless and all that, but it's like putting a price to your daughter or something. It's like, you know, I, I, it's like she's an investment of some sort that you are hoping to pay off to get your returns where you marry. So if that's what it is, if that's how it's looking like, then maybe, yes, we should abolish it. Marriage should be a thing of joy and of celebration. So should the process that accompanies it. Inasmuch as culture is very important and should be preserved, it shouldn't be neck or bank breaking. When it's so high, it sets the woman at a certain disadvantage over time. It has made women to be seen as properties and daughters as investment. Moderation is key. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of The Bearing. Thank you so much for listening. The Bearing is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and also on boarsprout.com. You can listen in on Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or suggestions of topics you would like us to talk about, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. That is 0913-893-3390. You can also reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Lilian underscore Ogazi and on Facebook at Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.